through the streets of Soho in the rain He was looking for the place called Lee Ho Fuchs Gonna get a big dish of beef chow mein You better not let him in Little old lady got mutilated late last night Werewolves of London again Gent who ran a muck in Kent. Lately he's been overheard in Mayfair. You better stay away from him. He'll rip your lungs out, Jim. I'd like to meet his tailor. Trader Vicks His hair was perfect Once again to another Indie Brigade Presents Nasty Nation Presents Graveyard Talk uh, with me, Chuck Nasty, and Ms. Whitman. Uh, and we have uh, been doing these shows for a while now, uh, covering some, some different uh, topics, directors, uh, certain genres, that kind of thing. Uh, and tonight we've decided uh, to go with one of my favorite genres. Um, I think you'd right. actually probably oh, agree. Um, werewolves. Uh, when you're a kid, that's one of the, the it's like vampire and werewolf. That's kind of oh, like, that's you know. a classic debate, man. When, if you're a horror kid, what's cooler, vampire or werewolf? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's debatable. Stuff, I like them both, but like the, like, there's werewolves no, were. Yeah. You know, the whole idea of like 
changing end of fucking... Oh, yeah, wolfing out, man. I mean, it's... You know. Yeah. Uh, there's so many uh, films in the genre. Um, we can't cover them all. So we decided, in no particular order... Right, that's... that's important. We're not trying to put them in order of importance. Yeah, but... we know the greatness of all of them. It's hard to, to do that, honestly. Perf- I mean, it's truth. Yeah. Um, but we've got uh, a top five um, of what we think are the best ones. You know, if you're a, a werewolf sampling fan, different styles, yeah. different, uh, you know, eras of, of werewolf uh, films. So it's ones a, that had a big impact. Yeah. Totally. On, on horror. Right. Um, and so basically, uh, well, let's go ahead and start. Yeah. So gotta, you gotta start with the original. Um, you know, the one that, that was, you know, the most known, you know, uh, the Wolfman. Yeah. Lon Chaney Jr. Lon Chaney Jr. Uh, one of his most infamous roles. Yeah. You know, which he would be that role a couple other times. Oh, yeah. You know. I think there's uh, three or four sequels just of yeah. him as the werewolf, you know. It's, yeah. And he, I mean, he also uh, was Larry Talbot, um, who is the main character of, of the film. Um, he, he plays Larry Talbot again in the uh, Evan Costello meet Frankenstein movie. Right. Yeah, which is one of my favorites. Um but uh, 1941 film, um, it's one of those, uh, uh, one of my favorite, like, you know, you have your black and white movies you like to watch, and it's always one of my, been one of my favorites to watch. Um, not a very long movie, it goes kind of straight to the point. Yeah. Uh, quick story on it. Uh, the plot, uh, Larry Talbot, uh, his brother dies, um, and he ends up having to fly home uh, to see his dad, Sir John Talbot. Um Who's also played by Claude Claude Rains, who yeah. is also the Invisible Man. Yeah, the Invisible Man. Um, another classic uh, black and white film, if you will. Um, he goes back to to see what's just going on, check on his dad, that kind of thing. Um, and while he's there, uh, he ends up. Well, he he ends up meeting a a, a, a gypsy, yeah. uh, a couple of gypsies, which one of them is Bella. Who's played by Bella Lugosi? Right. Uh, the other one um, is is who, for those that don't know, is uh, very famous for playing Dracula. If true, for some reason, if you don't know that, yeah. watching our stuff yeah. or listening to us, another universal you know, universal yeah. monster, you know, favorite. Um, but the other gypsy, uh, her name is Maleva, Maleva, or whatever. I can't yeah, Maleva. Um, who. The chick that played her, I can never pronounce her damn name, but it's Maria something. And she was actually a comedian. Oh, I did not know that. She was, yeah, okay. she was like a, like, like a old school, like comedian, right. which is weird to think about in that time period. Right. You're talking about 41. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, I mean, yeah, but, uh, paving the way he, uh, he meets these gypsies, uh, and they pretty much tell him that, that he has the mark, um, Flashes that little star for a second on his uh, palm. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, was that before or after he got the cane? Sorry, been a minute, folks. Happens. I think after, but I can't swear to it. Yeah, yeah that's, that one's been a long time for that one. Yeah, me, but it's classic. But it's also one of those that you know some things get mixed up. Um, but because uh, that's one of the most. That's a pretty cool scene. He's trying to impress the um, that one girl. Um, I can't remember her name is, but it's the the blonde chick that he has a a crush for. That's she's a shopkeeper. He goes in, he buys this this wolf cane, which 
I always wanted one. I never ever could find one. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> every monster kid needs a wolf cane, man. Yeah. Um, the uh, going back to the, the gypsies, uh, he ends up meeting with them with the girl, and there's this whole reading and all this stuff, right? With the that when the poem comes in, yeah, I think I think the uh, even a man who says his prayers at night may become a wolf when the wolf bane blooms and the autumn moon is bright. Yeah, yeah, right. So when I heard that as a little kid, I was like, oh shit! I mean that. I don't know when he says that. I don't. It's that's my favorite shit, part though. of the movie. Yeah, even more than the actual werewolf is just when that when they start talking about that poem and just talking about like legends and the lore and all that stuff. Man, that's what uh, got me as a kid. Yeah. Um, but he ends up uh, there. There's a, a whole scene, you know, with uh, everybody's chasing. Like the, there's a he, the one the girl he's with or whatever gets attacked or something, and. He ends up fighting this thing off. He gets he gets attacked by it, and he becomes this wolf. Um, and he kind of is trying to convince everybody he's he's done bad, but everybody's like, hey, his dad's trying to keep him from like, you know, being found out. It's 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 a lot of like betrayal in that movie, actually. Um, well, trying to put some kind of human aspect in it. Yeah, you know, it's just like this is the first time. Or maybe not the first, but, you know, monster movies. You know, of course, yeah. there was older, you know, the German Dr. Caligari and all that stuff was a little before this. But, like, this was the first monster movie. So you still had to connect them to the audience besides... The most infamous one. I mean, too, yeah, you know. You know. Um, but uh, he ends up... Uh, uh, changing and all that shit and he realizes that he's this killer his dad keeps trying to hide the truth uh, but he knows the truth he doesn't want to let it out whatever that kind of shit um, and he ends up you know like causing a lot of havoc in the wolf man and he's being the wolf Do, man doing wolf stuff yeah and it's a it's a classic uh, if you haven't seen it check it out sounds like I probably need to watch it again <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, though, people. It's okay. There's a lot of movies I've seen, and sometimes you miss fucking shit, whatever. It's part of the fun, right? Uh, but we also don't want to spend too much time on one film moving on. Right. Uh, one, of, one of my favorite yeah. ones. One of my favorite uh, uh, werewolf films. Yeah, we were in agreement with this while making this list. Yeah. This was uh, Stephen King's Silver Bullet. Oh, yeah. Um. A film that just like man, like that was a movie that came on like USA. Man, my dad made me watch it. Maybe not made me, but you know, basically made me watch this movie when I was young, and I fell in love with it. You know, just uh, how could you not? Right. I mean, I mean, you've got okay, you, you you've got the yeah the characters we'll set the story up. We, the, yeah. This this little town uh, called Tarker's Mill, yeah, uh, in Maine, is terrorized by what seems to be some type of creature, um, which of course gets found to be a werewolf, obviously. Um, and the, the, the main character of the story is this kid named Marty. Uh, and of course his sister Jane is the one that's narrating the whole thing. Um, Marty's in a wheelchair. Um, they don't, as siblings are to do, they don't get along the greatest. Um, 
and uh, he pretty much terrorizes yeah, her. Yeah, pulls anyway pranks and just yeah, little obnoxious little brother type thing, you know. Well, people start dying in in, in the town. Uh, the movie opens up with a uh, guy getting his head fucking knocked off in a fucking train yard. Yeah, the the intro <laughs> is pretty intense for the. Yeah, for the story, you know? which I mean, I like that though. I'm like, give me straight to the point, well, right? And then it fills in, and it it does, and it just it has a great story and everything yeah. to it, you know. Well, because King helped write the screenplay, I think, is what helps that mm-hmm. you know transition. Because I mean, it really is like like watching, right? Because we know his story is good, which is a cycle of the werewolf. That's yes. what this movie is based on. But when he came along to do the screenplay, well, you get all his like King isms and nuances and stuff. He puts those. It's, it really you was know, it, his characters it, come to life. Yeah, it was yeah. like watching a different kind of telling of his story. So it's, I think that's what lends it to such a good, a good watch. You know. Yeah, which cycle of the werewolf is probably one of my favorite reads. Oh as well, yeah, though. it's it's quick and it's a really awesome read. And it's got it's, good artwork. Oh well, yeah, right. It's, I mean, it's it's I damn think, near. Uh, Bernie Wrightson maybe did the artwork for some of it. That was a little. I maybe, think so, but, uh, but I mean, it almost has like a. Uh, graphic novel feel. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a good one. It's a, check it out. Uh, but anyway, um, you know, the gallon train yard dies. Uh, then you had, there was the, the woman who, there's a scene, uh, there's a big festival going on and there's a, a woman crying and uh, Jane uh, witnesses it. Here's her talking. Apparently her and her husband had, or not her husband, but like the guy that she was having an affair with or whatever. Um, she was pregnant. He didn't want to have a kid. He had a family already. So she's all depressed. Well, she ends up trying to kill herself. Wolf comes in. Yeah, you see the werewolf yeah. for the first time, like, in, you know. You she see- swallows a bunch of pills, and the werewolf's like, no, I'll finish the job. Right. It keeps her from suicides, you know. Yeah, like, it's like, all right, cool. That's fucked up. Um, <laughs> which I remember, like, when I was younger, I remember feeling really bad for that chick. Well, see, this is what I'll... I think about it later, even though this has no tie to it, but like some King stuff here. All right. That woman, you know, is going to commit suicide. Yeah. Which, you know, in folklore, whatever keeps you from heaven. That's a, that's a ticket to hell suicide. Right. right yeah, of course. All right. And spoiler alert, the werewolf being what he is at this point. Right. Maybe like trying to help her. Yeah. This, no, exactly. At this one particular instance. I mean, he's a killer. He's a werewolf. Yeah. But uh, for those who don't know, we're going to tell him early. Well, all right. well, we'll get well, there. Anyway, we'll get all right. But he, he kills there's her. There's some weird uh, philosophical, theological stuff right there. Uh, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, but he kills her. Um, and then Marty, the, the, the boy in the wheelchair, uh, one of the main characters, uh, is friends with this girl from school. He walk in her home. And the dad is a complete jerk off. I mean, the guy is like the biggest dick you could probably imagine. Yeah, yeah. He's an asshole. Well, he ends up getting killed. Um, all these people end up dying. Um, and the town's really small, so these are it's making an impact on the community because everybody, everybody, yeah. everybody knows everyone here in this small town. So when people start dropping off, it's like, oh well, Ted down the street's gone, and you know whatever. I mean, it's a noticeable impact. It's not like yeah, if somebody dies in New York. Well, it's still terrible, but only the people that are affected there. And that, yeah, exactly. Know. In a small town, I mean, we come from a small town. Yeah, I mean, we're sitting in a small town right now. Yeah. So. It's like a John Mellencamp song coming on now. <laughs> but, I mean, their town is even smaller than where we live. Yeah. So you think of that, and we know a lot of people, you know, yeah. and how that impacts. So it's like, it's starting to make a big deal. 
I I, I 100% agree with yeah. you on that. That's one that's one thing I love about this movie. Um, it feels almost claustrophobic. Yeah. That's a, you know. And also the thing is, is the characters of this thing too because the other, the other thing I want to talk about was Gary Busey's character oh, as Uncle Red. Yeah. Uh, the I think he's drinking wild turkey. Yeah, I think so. Um, and he he's the fun loving uncle that wants to help Marty be like you know up in his spirits and and you know and just always trying to keep him you know happy. And he ends up there's a big family gathering. I think it's like the Fourth of July or whatever. Yeah, it's Fourth of July. Yeah, and he gets some fireworks. Yeah, and he also gets him a new wheelchair, which is called the Silver Bullet. And, and this thing is a mean machine. Like, when you look at it in the 80s, you know, it's just like, I mean, it's a hot rod for a kid yeah. in a wheelchair. It's a gas-powered, you know, motorized wheelchair that this kid takes cruising down the road. It's only a couple of steps away from being a motorcycle. <laughs> right. For, for a kid in a wheelchair. Yeah. Um, but he goes off uh, without his parents knowing, um, and he has these, you know, these uh, firecrackers. Uh, he already he the already bought a rockets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had already test drove the thing with uh, Uncle Red around and stuff. Well, he sneaks back out and he wants to go out and do this. So he goes out to the uh, that bridge, the bridge. Scene. Which also we're missing a, a point at this point. His friend Brady was also one that was killed. Yeah, that's what really like puts a hammer home because it's a kid that gets slaughtered. Yeah, completely. you know because now people are in lockdown. You yeah. know, the town's on complete. He's panic. also he's also the same dickhead friend that he had that threw the snake on Jane. Yeah, and knocked poor Jane down the mud and got her all her, her hose all messed up. That was a big say, thing. Yeah. yeah, which Marty paid for later on. You know, uh, but anyway, uh, he goes to this bridge and he has these bottle rockets. He gets attacked by this fucking bear wolf looking thing. Yeah, and he fires off a a, a bottle rocket into its eye. Um, and he gets away. Well, he goes and he, he finally he tells Janie about it. Yeah. Then they call her Janie actually. Yeah. They, they, he tells her about it, um, and she thinks he's being crazy, whatever. But she also says, you know, that she there was something that made her feel like she needed to check it out. So she goes around town picking up bottles. Yeah. Re- and for cans. recycling for for church. Yeah. Uh, and trying to get a good look at everybody to see if anybody had a, uh, a missing eye or, you know, something. Yeah, a was, wounded eye or, yeah. some, you know, some kind of messed up eye. And then she, she goes to everybody. She goes to the sheriff. She goes to see the, the asshole bartender yeah. guy. Like, you know, all this shit. And then she gets to one of the most amazing characters, in my opinion. Yeah, man. Uh, Reverend Lowe. Reverend Lowe. Everett McGill. This guy is awesome. Uh, I remember him. I remember him from People Under the Stairs. Dude, if you haven't seen that movie, check that out also. We'll cover that on Wes Craven. That'll be a Wes Craven episode. Yeah, Uh, definitely. But Everett McGill, and also from uh, Twin Peaks. I mean, he's a killer actor in all kinds of kind of uh, weird kind of niche stuff, but check him out. He's awesome. Yeah, no, he he does a great job in this character, too. Because so, like, he's... Intense looking, you know. What I mean, he's just a, a powerful he's a, looking a dude. Tall, like, tall, yeah. kind of like lanky, but yeah. kind of you know, but still has some muscle on him. He has got a gruff looking face. Yeah, he, I mean, he looks kind of like a cowboy or something. I mean, he's he's from a different. He era, completely you know? looks like a cowboy. You know. Yeah, like, I thought that before too. You could set him like in the Viking era or yeah. the, the you know old west, and he would fit in perfect. Yeah, you know, he's just an intense dude. He, uh, she ends up noticing that he, of all people, has a patch over his eye. Um. Oh, also missing the big, totally, totally got it backwards just a little bit. 
the big scene where Reverend Lowe is trying to get everyone not to go hunt for this thing. Yeah. After everyone is like, something's up, there's something out there. After Brady people. dies. After Brady dies. His dad, whatever, you know, yeah. uh, I don't know if he's the judge, but he comes in, and that's when. He gets things moving. I mean, yeah. he gets. You know. In a really brutal scene where he's like, my son was ripped apart, you yeah. know. Um, and everyone, the townspeople, you know, in the classic, you know, movie fashion, the townspeople were going to cause some shit. They right. want to find this thing. Rally up. You yeah. Know. They go off in the swampy area or whatever. And on their way there, before they were even able to leave the bar they met at, um, Reverend Lowe was trying to get them to stop. He's like, stop. There's no reason for this. Like, Cause right. he knew that something was going to, he's like, I'm going to kill all these rednecks. Right. That's, that's exactly what he was saying. Like, I'm going to kill them. All. I'm going to feel horrible. That's about what I'm it. saying. It's some, he still has a conscience, like what now that you know what's up, you know, like yeah. what we were saying before. He's still trying to do good. Every, I mean, like, oh yeah, at definitely. least keep keep worse from happening. He <laughs> he's knows trying what to, he's going to do, but you but see the darkness happen absolutely, and it progresses throughout. One thing that he does is he kills the bartender guy that has the baseball bat that says "Peacemaker." Yeah, which going back to Janie finding out the Reverend has the patch in his eye. Uh, She's collecting the cans. She finds a broken baseball bag that says, like, the half a peacemaker. Yeah. It's broken half. And everybody, you know, again, small town, everybody knows that it's, you know, it's this person or whatever. But anyway, the Reverend, Reverend Lowe gets found out. They go off. Uh, she tells Marty she understands. They go and they tell Uncle Red. And Uncle Red uh, completely thinks they're crazy at first. He's like, I don't have time to be playing uh, Hardy Boys meets Reverend Werewolf. Right. Which is one of my favorite lines because Reverend yeah. Werewolf only almost became a band name one time. Hey. I mean, it still it, might be. One, right? Unless somebody else has taken it. I'm sure somebody else has. How could somebody not? Right. But uh, but anyway, so he ends up getting... Uh, uh, he, he... Well, back it up again. Fuck. Get too excited. Um and there's a lot in this movie. I mean, it's a good, when when know. Reverend Lowe realizes that he's been found out that he that they someone knows, uh, Marty and Janie start sending him these threatening letters, which is so yeah. stupid. Oh and my goodness! He trying realizes, to get him to leave and trying to get him just to just to go away. You know. And of course, the evil, the darkness has taken over him by that point. So he uh, he decides that he's going to take care of Marty. Marty, right? You know that creepy voice. Like <laughs> Marty's just watching like some kids play baseball and like being like really sad the fact that he can't play with them and then he notices the Reverend Lowe um, as he's chasing him he gets stuck on a bridge in the big barn yeah. bridge covered bridge covered thing bar, uh, that's broken up but he can't get through half of it and he's getting ready to take care of Marty and then uh, one of the townspeople I can't remember Mr. Something yeah uh, and Drives Marty up. yeah he's on like a tractor or something yeah. and Marty yells at him and Reverend Lowe gets the fuck out of there yeah uh, they tell Uncle Red, "Hey, this is what happened." Blah blah. blah. And the moment when Uncle Red and I get chills because when I was like, "Yeah, motherfucker," you're like, "This is real." One of those kind of moments when Uncle Red Gary Busey notices the color of paint that's scraped on Silver Bullet. Yeah, man. And they ask him about Lowe's car. Yeah, he asks the kids. Yeah, he's like, know. "What uh, what color car did you say, Reverend Lowe?" Right, drove. Yeah, and it's like, okay, shit's on. Uncle Red's on board. He's like, something's fucked up. He's like, right. I mean, I even, he doesn't even believe him 100%, but he knows some shit is like going yeah. down right now. Right, like, anything, you know? he's going to humor him. 
Right, and he's he's going to protect his niece and nephew. I mean, at yeah. the bare minimum, he's like, well, somebody's out to hurt more. Which, of course, so. their their parents think he's just a big piece of shit. Like, right. His sister hates him, yeah. like, which I can relate. Uh, but, like, you know, they uh, uh, they don't have the best relationship. So he, he feels like he, you know, has to be there for them uh, the best he can, even though he does a really good job. His sister doesn't give him the credit. And... uh and so now he decides, okay, well, you're telling me there's a fucking werewolf. Right. Well, they give him a, some silver items. Yeah. And he goes and gets a bullet made. He goes made. and gets a silver bullet made, you know, like a good uncle. And the guy that he gives the, 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 the silver to, um, he's like, he, he, he has this thing. He's like, oh, a silver bullet. And it's just. That's an awesome scene, man. Because he's like, oh, yeah, they're, you know, they're, they saw a Lone Ranger in the rule, you know. And it's like the the guy almost. I've always thought that that guy. Oh, he almost knew. He's like ah, a silver bullet. Oh, okay. And then it ends up going to. And I'm sorry to go through. This is one of my favorite fucking movies. Okay, I know I've probably spent more than I probably should on this. Uh, at the end of it, the kids get to stay at the house with uh, Uncle Red as the parents go on vacation. Uncle Red has it all planned because they're going to stay at night. Yep. He stay stay up. He's got that silver bullet in that gun. He's got one and silver nothing bullet. Nothing happens. Right. Nothing happens at all. And then uh they start hearing something. Then Janie sees something out the window. Yep. Uh Uncle Red's passed out and he and he wakes up or something and uh when the wolf crashes to the the, the yeah. wall, that look on his face like, you know, Oh yeah, man. Like it's classic. You like, see the wolf and in all its eighties uh, glory. <laughs> oh and, yeah, no, it's not know. the best wolf. It really isn't. But no, that's the story itself just beats it. I mean, oh regardless. yeah, man, it doesn't matter. And for when it came out, it was eighty five, right? I mean, so it was killer for yeah. when it came out, yeah. as far as that goes. Um, and then of course they they shoot him, and then he goes in the transformation scene, and then oop, after which it looks like they're just putting a, a, a like a hot air on a bunch of fucking. Spiders and they're all going, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, all the the hair and stuff. Is, yeah, is and then he becomes human again. Yeah, and then like he does like the the lift up at the end. Yeah. Of it, when I was a kid, fine. man, that was one scene. Scared it always made me jump, and I Every knew it time. was coming. Still does, right? It's just uh, again, Everett McGill just killing it. But yeah, that, that guy's awesome. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Silver bullet. Yeah. So okay. So there's that one. Uh, some of these will probably run a little longer than others, but you know, it's, oh, this next one's a gem. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, Whitman, would you like to start this one? Oh, I don't even know how, but uh, all right, we're going with uh, number three on our list is the Howling Part Six, uh, subtitled "The Freaks." The Freaks. All right, we decided to forego all the rest of this whole franchise because it's basically a bunch of hot mess. It's just garbage. <laughs> mostly. It is. It is. And I mean, the I original. Love, the original's awesome. The original's but cool. It's, it's already like, it's said and done. And, and it's even, so, yeah. I mean, it's cool because what it's original, but it even is subpar compared to some of these others. And none of them go together. So you can and watch them. And none of them are, yeah, there's no continuity. It's just werewolf movies. Yeah. So you can watch them individually, whatever. Check out Howling Movies. You might find one you like. But this yeah. one, for us particularly, um, I love it because it's got circus freaks and the whole carnival atmosphere and all kinds of Same. Just, yeah, just weird uh, carny stuff that I love. Um, and uh, Bruce Payne plays the the carny barker. What is his name? Uh, R.B. Harker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's that rhymes. That yeah. dude. Um, 
He was in like <coughs> Highlander Endgame and wasn't he in one of the Warlock uh, movies? Yeah, later down the series after after what's his name left? Adrian Adrian uh, who was in been a shit ton of fucking movies, right? Well, was, yeah, but we'll get back to him. Well, I'm sure yeah. we'll have a Warlock time or something. It'll be mentioned again, whatever. Right. Anyways, um, but yeah, I like it just because of that. Yeah, I mean, it's werewolf flick. The transformations are cool. It's also the classic story of Wolf Wolfman versus Vampire. Yeah, the classic fight, you know. For those who don't know, spoilers again, Bruce Payne's character mm. is a very strange purple-looking vampire <laughs> that runs this carnival. Looks like he's covered in ink. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's uh, he looks like an... I don't know, he's just uh, basically a grape with uh, vampire teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, so, yeah, he, he does look like a great you know, But he, he runs this circus <laughs> and uh, has an alligator boy and a three-armed little person that's dealing cards and, you know, does the whole whole thing. But, yeah, you eventually have a uh, the showdown of, you know, the vampire versus the werewolf. Yeah. Uh, well, the story, just real quick, uh, not going to go completely crazy on this one, but... Uh, guy goes, it's, it's, it's the old kind of like story of a guy going into a town. He's like a drifter. Yeah. He's gone through some shit in his life, you know? Um, and he, uh, ends up befriended a bunch of people in a very, very small ghost like town. Like a, it's like a Western town, but not like, I don't know. It's weird, but it's very, very small. Maybe werewolves only happen in small towns. I was just here we're thinking getting, that. We're getting on that. So maybe, you know, yeah. something with that. But. Yeah. Um, makes it scarier that way, I guess. Um, but I was saying the same thing. Um, but he goes in and, and he starts fixing up church, this church. Uh, he gets with the daughter of the owner of the church and starts kind of wooing her. Uh, and then later on down the line, one of the henchmen for uh, Harker, the circus uh, owner, um, notices that... Uh, Duder's changing into a werewolf. He sees a transformation. Yeah. Ian is is the guy's name. Yeah. Um, the drifter. Sees him turning into a werewolf. He goes back to Harker and tells him. What's, hey, we got a werewolf out here. And Harker's like, hey, it's I, I, it's a freak show. Why not? So um, he ends up basically telling uh, Ian that uh, at some point he had killed um the daughter of the, the church, uh, the church owner, um, and that, you know, he needed to be somewhere that he belonged. And so he ends up waking up in a fucking cage. And then he's like, okay, I deserve to be here. I don't need to be anywhere else. And uh, unbeknownst to anybody else, of course, you know, Harker's being the one he's killing a lot of people and a show like that. Right. And, uh, it's it's a pretty good it's a, it's it's not the greatest film in the world but it stands out. It's a good gothic tale I think that's just kind of a I don't know. I mean it's a kind of a classic kind of gothic westerny feel to it. If you you're know. a fan of Tales from the Crypt, I feel like it plays out like a Tales from the Crypt like movie. Yeah, an extended or, Tales from the Crypt. Maybe or not episode. As, not as crazy, but but it has it has a very similar feel to it. Yeah. So, you know, that that that's that cuz it's kind of cheesy. And you know, at moments and stuff, and of course, the the great monster vampire. I mean, it looks good though. Don't <laughs> yeah. don't don't mistake my grape reference. I mean, he's just purple for some yeah. reason. But for uh, it came out in ninety one. Yeah, I mean, so you know, the special effects and the werewolf special effects, the hair and stuff. I mean, it's uh, yeah, 
it looks good for the time. Yeah. You know, the vampire, the werewolf, all of them. Uh, the, the alligator boy, his skin and stuff. I mean, I'm a special effects guy. I like the actual see the creatures. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if they're good or bad. You know, I want to see what they're yeah. what we're dealing with. And it, they look of good. Of course, you, you get the, towards the end of it, you get the uh, the vampire versus werewolf. Yeah. Um, the whole town. Thing. Yeah, the whole town that they're like they see something's going on, they go after Harker. Yeah. He's changed into the big yeah. purple vampire. He transforms in the midst of all these townsfolk. So some of them like run away and the rest of them just like unloaded with bullets and just I mean Yeah, it's like this course, whole scene. Yeah, and none of it none of it works, you know. It's ridiculous. I mean. <laughs> but it's but, it's but it but it's it's it goes back to like the classic thing of townspeople going after the monster. Just kind of like with Silver yeah. Bullet and, and Wolfman. I think this Which one sets apart just the, the Seems to be a theme here. Right. Well, yeah. and maybe it's, uh, it's directed by Hope Perillo. So maybe, I don't know. I mean, I think she just had a good pace for it. It was a little bit different than just your run-of-the-mill. Yeah. You know. Um, the Howling movies. Just real quick. Because uh, I don't know if we could do a fucking show on those or not. They might be mentioned again down the line. But there's only a couple of those that I really fucking care about. It's the first one, the sixth one, and the fifth one isn't too bad, the rebirth. It takes place in a castle. But the worst one is part three, the marsupials. Marsupials. What a piece of garbage. Rough. I mean, this whole franchise is rough to me except for this one. I don't even really like the first one. Yeah. And I want to like werewolf movies because there's not a lot compared to other monsters. Right, yeah. I mean, zombies and vampires got, you know, crates full compared to werewolves. Yeah. But, yeah, this franchise is pretty much junk. Except for part six. Yeah. So uh, None of them go together. There's no point. They're just, it's just like, hey, let's find a werewolf-like script and call it Howling 5000, which yeah. they came out with, like, there's a couple of newer ones. Or I think or one, like, I saw it. Oh, God, it was horrible. Uh, just uh, watch part six, and yeah. other than that, folks, just leave the, the Howling franchise in the dump. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, we'll talk more about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Uh Let's take a short break, shall we? We'll be back in a minute.
Welcome back to Graveyard Talk. I'm Chuck Nasty. I'm Whitman. And uh, we've been discussing uh, werewolf films and the five that we feel are some of the most uh, essential yeah. of the bunch. Um, again, the werewolf... No particular order. Right. No, yeah, no particular order. And, and the werewolf genre is something that I think there's a lot of movies out there that are trying to come back, whatever, um, that... Uh, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch, and some of them get ignored, and there are some of the classics. And the ones that we see as some of the most some of the most memorable ones uh, we've been going through. We discussed the original Wolfman. Uh, we discussed Silver Bullet. And we left off with uh, uh, Howling Six, The Freaks. So now, um, we move on to uh, uh, a film that I think is underrated. Yeah, I do too. Um, I, I'll be honest. I've never watched any of the other ones. Uh, no, the like, first one is the one we're talking about. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So we won't even worry about that. But yeah. it's it's a different take on what we've talked about so far. Right. It's always the man. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's always it's always a guy that that ends up being the werewolf. Well, this is a, a film where it goes uh, a little different. Um, this is uh, one about. Two sisters who are just obsessed with death, uh, Bridget and Ginger. Um, they uh, they find themselves uh, they're, they're dog lovers, whatever. They um, they 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 end up trying to go and steal uh, um, a dog from the known bully, um, who is Trina Sinclair uh, in the movie. Um, she's an asshole, whatever. She gets hers. Get to it. Um, they go to steal her dog because she's an asshole of a dog. And while they go to get the dog, um, it also is when Ginger starts her period, which leads this big hairy creature to attack. Um, and in attacking her, um, he, uh, I can't remember if he bites her or scratches her. Um, but, she gets one or the other. Um, and then that creature goes and gets hit by a van, uh, which is a, um, a van by the uh, the local drug dealer, um, oh, yeah. Sam Miller. Um, and which actually the creature, when it gets like hit, like it looks pretty, pretty gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she ends up, uh, uh, or they, Shit, sorry. I lost concentration there for a second. My bad. Um, Ginger doesn't want to be... She doesn't want to be taken to the hospital for her injuries and stuff like that. Um, so she just kind of just... Yeah, shrugs it off and is just... Yeah. Well, she go, starts going through changes. Um, she starts getting a little more uh, irritable, but she also starts getting more sexual. Um, she ends up having sex with... Uh, a classmate of hers named uh, Jason, um, which he goes back in later on. Um, she she ends up causing some mayhem. Uh, yeah. Bottom line, she really does. Um, the bully that had the, the the doll they were trying to steal that we were talking about a minute ago, uh, Trina. Uh, she ends up meeting her demise by slipping and hitting her head. And then there's this yeah. whole thing where they try to hide the body and it's just, a, it's a, it's a big mess. There's parts in the film where, uh, uh, 
Ginger is like, she's noticing that like she's growing hair in places. She's being able to heal in certain places. Um, her hunger, her hunger is a little more insatiable. Yeah. Um, the right word for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah insatiable. Yeah. Um, she tries to cut her own tail off at one yeah. time. Um, but moving on forward to it, uh, it ends up at a greenhouse party, uh, where it's like a Halloween party. I think it is. Yeah. Um, and all these kids meet up and it's, it's a big crazy, like it's a party. It's what you'd expect in a fucking teenage movie. Um, and upon being there, you kind of discover that, uh, Jason, the one that Ginger had sex with is now changing. Um, Bridget had done research. Her sister Bridget had done some research about how there's a possibility that her sister, um, could be a werewolf. Well, both these sisters are a couple of goth chicks. So, like, yeah. the fact that her sister is researching all these werewolf books and stuff does not even not even seem out of the norm. So, yeah, she can do all this research and you know, kind of espionage and spy on her sister and stuff without anybody thinking she's any more weirder than yeah. she is, you know. So, it, she can kind of do it undercover a little bit. Yeah. Um when it gets to the point in the film, uh, you know, Ging- uh, Ginger is, it's pretty fucking clear that she's, you know, uh, a werewolf. The mom ends up finding, like, fingers. Uh, she goes yeah. out looking for her kids. She ends up finding Bridget or whatever, and, and they go, uh, they go back to her house or something, and she's there. And um, Bridget ends up with the scissors that uh, Ginger tried to, cut her own tail off with. Yeah. And she also has an antidote, which again, go watch the movie. You'll see how she gets the antidote. Um, we'll leave a few things to the, yeah, watcher, yeah. This, this is just a list. We're not trying to go through everything, uh, all the time. I'm trying to leave some to, you know, for you to watch and whatever. Uh, if you haven't before, um, and this is one I definitely go watch. Uh, but she has the antidote and she also has the, the scissors or whatever. And she ends up stabbing Ginger, and Ginger dies, and then Bridget is just, it's just kind of, it just kind of ends kind of like that, right? Yeah, from Um, what I remember, it's... More or less, yeah. Um, But, uh, sorry. Um, I had to take a Coca-Cola break, just for a second. Sometimes my mouth gets, you know, dry. Um... But yeah, Ginger Snaps is a is a great film. It's a little different take on the werewolf uh, mythology, you know, of, uh, not just from the female perspective, but just um, the lore itself. You know, antidote how it's mm-hmm. how it's transferred. You know, um, it's a. I mean, for early two thousand, it's a it's you a know, good it's one. when horror movies were taking yeah. a complete dump, basically, and it's one of the kind of standout movies of the two thousand era of. Uh, Horror films. I it think. was it was one of those movies that honestly you went to the video store and you rented a different movie and then you saw the trailer for it on, <laughs> on that movie right. and you're like, what's this movie? Oh and yeah, man, check that ginger snaps out. Like I remember watching it in high school and uh, mm-hmm. where I was like, all right, there's a, a cool uh, chick werewolf goth movie. Let's check that out. And it's good. I mean, it's a good watch and it's, it still kind of holds up now. So it's it, it's a good one. And also that the the woman who plays Ginger. Um, I don't have her Catherine name. Isabel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, 
She uh, she actually has played in multiple horror movies. Yeah, she's in even a couple of these other uh, the Ginger movies. I think somewhere down the franchise, but. Yeah, I think she, I think she's I think she's in all of them. Yeah. She's in most of them, if not all of them. But uh, she was also in in Jason versus Freddy or Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, uh, she was also in oh, I can't remember Nurse Amanda or something like that. Where she's, oh she's, yeah, that's right. She's a killer for the mob that's for the most right. part or something like that. Um, but uh, she she I've, there's some other horror movies she's been in. But I can't think of the other ones, but. She she plays she she's, she, cool, she's kind of I kind of see her. Hey, Rob as, Zombie, start putting her in your films, maybe. She uh, she's a, a scream bit. queen. Right? I mean, well, she's, she's been got, she's, she's been in more than five horror films. So. Well, and she's a little odd, but in a good way. Like I don't know, she seems a little strange, but that's what you want when you're in a lot of horror. Movies she most of the time of, plays with chicks we would hang out with. Well, right. I mean, women. Um, but uh, it you know it's uh. That would definitely, I think, would be like her start of like what well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how many movies she was in before that or whatever. But Ginger that was, Snap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I didn't know who she was before then, but you know who knows. And she's pretty young in that movie, so maybe it was kind of her first uh, kind of bigger been. role or something. I don't know. But horror seems to work for her though because yeah. she she does a good she's job. Knocking that when she does it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Ginger Snaps, uh, check it out. Uh, At least the first one. At least the first can't one. Can't speak for the rest. But. Can't, yeah, I can't speak for the rest one. Uh, West, rest of them. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but, yeah, Ginger Stamps. Good watch. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, now. Here's the one y'all thought we were leaving out, but. We, we're not going to leave this one out <laughs> because we can't leave it out. Yeah, now we're finishing hard with this one. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's a film that uh, inspired uh, the music video for Thriller. Michael right. Jackson. Right. Um, it's a film that has so many memorable moments. And it's also a film that had some of the best transformation to a werewolf right. I've ever seen. I mean, this movie snagged Rick Baker an Oscar for best makeup for a yeah. horror movie at the time in 81. Yeah, and mm-hmm. horror movies at that time were like, seems almost like porn. Well, I mean, in the 80s, <laughs> horror movies are still, they're always going to be on the fringe. And mm-hmm. For it to have an Oscar for best for that makeup, kind of movie. yeah, I mean it's awesome, you know. But uh, you have uh, you have you have two main characters uh, that pretty much keep you kind of laughing, honestly, through the whole thing. Yeah, they're just a couple of just dudes, you know, just hiking, doing their cross country stuff, you know. You, well, you you got David and Jack, yep, um, and they uh, they're cross country uh, backpacking and shit. Um, they go to a little pub and they're, they, they don't fit in. Well, they're a couple uh, of Americans. They're a couple of Americans. You know? They kind of, you know, and it's just this little, you know, they're. And they're in a very small spot in, um, in Scotland, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, the population is small. They're backpacking in the country. And I've been to Ireland. I haven't been to Scotland, but it's, it's similar in the, the towns there. Yeah. Again, the small town motif is. It's yeah. running through all these. I mean, this town is so small. This little pub has mm-hmm. like eight people in it. Yeah. You know. Uh, while they're in there, uh, they end up uh, kind of making asses of themselves. More so American, Jack. Doing that American thing. Yeah. You know, asking all the questions. Uh, they see a star on the wall. And there's two like candle-like things yeah. next to it. Um, they start asking questions about that. And it's pretty clear that 
maybe it's not the best idea to be asking questions. Now, David um, is the one who's pretty much trying to get his buddy Jack to uh, stop being a jackass. And yeah, David's got a little bit of sense. Jack is just kind of, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, then everybody in that bar they go to says, uh, in that pub, um, says they need to leave. <laughs> so they leave, and they're being told to watch out, you know, stay on, stay on the road. Um, you know, watch out for the moon. And while they're walking, uh, they realize they're off the path and they try to start walking back. They start hearing noises. And then, well, it ends up with, uh, this fucking creature, uh, attacking them both. And Jack gets fucking mauled to death. Oh yeah. Uh, He gets, yeah, he gets slaughtered. Um, Dave gets a little bit of a, a, he gets a couple little bites and scratches, but he's fine. Uh, the townspeople come around. Uh, townspeople, once again, uh, there's definitely a fucking theme. Yeah, man. Werewolves. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They shoot the creature, which ends up dying. And then you see that this creature is actually a man. Uh, throughout the whole thing, Dave's trying to figure out what's wrong with himself. Um, he stays in the hospital for a while. He wakes up. He was like in a coma, I think, for a while. And Has some crazy fever dreams. Yeah. That, we'll, we'll save them. You should watch. Watch uh, the movie it's, for it's those. A wild yeah. Trip. Yeah. Because those are some fucking. We watched it the other night. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, You're oh good. my god, yeah. Um, but he he realizes there's something wrong with him. There's a point where he wakes up. Uh, well, I'll go back. While he's in the hospital, he meets a nurse, Nurse Alex. Um, who, uh, the woman that plays her, uh, I can't remember her name, um, cause I didn't even think about it. I probably should have, uh, memorized that. But regardless, she also played the mother in Child's Play too. Uh, the, the foster mom. Um, well, the adopted mom or whatever. Um, but her and David start a, a connection. She ends up taking him in when he's released from, from the hospital. Yeah. Well, he gets bored. Completely bored. And um, he ends up, uh, well, he stays there for a while. Okay, well, let's put it that way. He stays yeah. there for a little bit. Um, we'll lose some of that. Too. Yeah, but uh, he ends up finding himself. Um, well, no, we will talk about it. Fuck it, because it's like one of the coolest scenes. He turns <laughs> right. into a fucking werewolf, and All it's... Right. It's when he turns when he when he changes. It's uh, how can we not talk about it? Honestly, he 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 can completely um, changes into a werewolf. It's he goes from being bored as shit. He's trying to read whatever, and out of nowhere, boom, he starts feeling this utter pain. He's like he's just like screaming and he's saying all kinds of shit. Now, for those of you who haven't seen this scene, mm-hmm. it's. Uh it's actually kind of graphic as far as, I mean, there's not blood and guts and stuff like that, but this transformation scene, well, it starts off with him being hot. Right. And he, he he's like, man, it's really His hot. He heats up and you know, the transformation scene itself is, uh, so realistic. Yeah. I mean, Rick Baker deserved the Oscar for the makeup in this movie. Okay. It looks so real. Yeah. And it's just the way it's shot. There's no cutaways. There's no shadows. There's no jump scares, no anything. You just see this dude transform into a werewolf. Yeah. And it, it just looks awesome. I mean, it's it's pretty killer. It holds up today yeah. still. Yeah. But uh 
I mean, it, it is like the, it, when it comes down to the the werewolf genre, it is one that uh, there's a reason why it's it's held up. You know, it's it's because of scenes like that. Um, now, something we left out is his friend Jack, who was killed. He was the one that was slaughtered. He sees him throughout the whole movie, and every time he sees him, he's more and more decayed. He gets more and more, you know, yeah. roughed up. And he's telling him, you need to kill yourself because you're going to hurt more people. You're going to kill more people. You know, you just need to go ahead and kill yourself. Get it over with. Be done with it. Um, and Dave just thinks he's, he, David just thinks he's losing his mind. At first. Well, if you kept seeing your dead friend. Yeah. And he kept telling you to kill yourself. You would think you've went over the deep end. I mean, I would. I would too. Right? You know, so. Which he wakes up in a zoo. Right. At at a point. And realize, you know, there's this whole scene where he's trying to find different clothes. and There's been a lot of spoofs of that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Family Guy. Uh I was going to say, yeah. Music videos. There's a lot of spoofs of this particular scene. Yeah. Uh there's a, there, there's a comedy element to this movie, which is so crazy because of how it ends. It's so serious. Right. But, you know, there's co- comedy elements to it, like I said. And one thing is the fact that when he's talking to Jack, um, like I said, he's more and more decayed. Um, my favorite scene, though, with that is when he, see, he goes to the porn theater. Uh, see you next Wednesday. Now, remember in Thriller? the music video for Thriller, that's when they're, I think they were watching the movie and you hear somebody say, see you next Wednesday. Right. There was a lot of, uh, even down to like when Michael Jackson goes in, you know, turns into the wolf and all yeah. that shit. Um, John, La- John Landis was the one that, uh, uh, is the only reason is because of this movie is why he had him. Yeah. You know, um, be a part of that. And the comedy elements, sorry, got off there. Uh, well, but yeah, most, I mean, most people don't know that it has a tie to the and all this stuff. Right. So, yeah. 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 Uh, but at, at the porn theater, uh, not only do you get, um, a, a great, great scene there, uh, watch the movie, um, two big thumbs up for that one. Um, uh, and he sits down and there's Jack and Jack is rotting away, uh, worse than he was. His jaws showing. He's like half skeleton yeah. and he's like, Hey. Why are you dead yet? Yeah, what's up, man? And so he brings in these other spirit, like, poltergeist yeah. people, whatever, um, who are brought into Kang or whatever. It's the people that he killed because there's this whole scene where he goes off on a killing spree. Watch the movie. You'll see that part. But that's, it's just like one after another. You know, most people, most movies bring in people like certain characters that really have no, there's no need for them to be there, but they're there just to die. It was that. Yeah. It's like, you don't know that person, don't know that person, that person, that person. They're all dead now. We need kills in movies. And that's what they were originally thinking. And I appreciate that. Um, Especially the guy in the subway scene. There's something really creepy about that scene. Yeah, that is a good scene. You know, it's like... Watch that scene. Yeah. yeah, A guy by himself in a subway and there's a... A fucking werewolf uh, getting ready to maul his face off, and, and he knows for a fact. There's that moment. I was watching the other night. I was thinking about it. There's a moment because the guy's like backing up, and he's on the escalator, and that look in his face. And my thought, my first thought while watching it was like, "There's nothing else to do but just kiss your ass goodbye." At that point, 
How do you run from a werewolf and think you're going to escape? Uh, yeah, dude. I mean. What a pussy. He didn't fucking run. Just be happy no. that you've got to <laughs> see a werewolf before you die. And then just, you just die. My last thought would be, huh? They so are werewolf, real. Yeah, exactly. Dead. Werewolves are real. Black. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. You know. Uh, there's something really creepy about that that one. But um, he really, after waking up in the zoo, he goes in this whole thing where he's like, I need to be locked up. And he tries to get himself put in jail. Doesn't work. Um, nothing's going right. And eventually he finds himself, uh, well, shot and killed in an alleyway. Yeah. Um, in the middle of London. Right. And, Serious, and it gets no. like it goes from being like kind of comical and like complete horror movie to like boom. There's that moment, and then like the the, the nurse Alex that he's built this relationship yeah. with, she's completely broken hearted at that moment. But it's like it's this, this complete serious ending to that movie that you don't see come. It hits you way harder because yeah. it is kind of light, even though it's a it's a horror movie and there's killing and this and that. But it doesn't. I don't know. It's not heavy. Yeah. And then the end is just boom. Yeah. You know? uh, uh, it's it's definitely one of those that if you haven't seen it, which, I mean, I hope, I, I would hope you have, but if you haven't, hey, I hope, I'm glad we can help. Yeah. One, uh, It'll be one of your favorites. I promise. Oh, I promise. And one thing about this movie that, uh, I don't know, is a good little touch. The the soundtrack, every song has the, has the word moon in it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it has, uh, you know, Bad Moon on the Rise by CCR, and it has Blue Moon of Kentucky, you know, or uh, not Blue Moon of Kentucky, but. I know what you're talking you about. You know, yeah. I can't remember, but it's uh, every every song has the word moon in it. So it's uh, got a cool soundtrack, too. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, check that one out. <laughs> um, with our list, I hope that, uh, that we've been informative, um, and I hope that. If you haven't checked it out, you feel like checking it out. Um, sorry for spoilers if you haven't heard it, but uh, or watched it. Shit. Um, but I, they're, they're still good. <laughs> uh, well, we we I guess we kind of like you know we think that people that that listen to this, they've already seen it because most people are like oh they're horror fans whatever. But if you haven't seen it, we hope you uh, hope you check it out and like. Um, now, uh, well, we still have a few few minutes left. Um, there are, like we said, quite a few horror movies out yeah. there involving werewolves um, that we weren't we didn't able to we weren't able to put on, on the list. They didn't really make the cut for some reason, but they're still they're still good. Yeah, you know. So um, we've got we decided to pick out three: um, one that I chose, one that Whitman chose, and one we chose together. Uh, the first one on that list uh, of the honorable mentions. Um, of movies that you should check out that that are that are werewolf related, um, Wolf. Uh, that's a, a film. I love that movie because it has uh, the kind of that old school Wolfman storyline to it. Oh yeah, that's what it reminds me. But like it's kind of got like modern day at that time. You well, know? and even uh, Jack Nicholson kind of looks like. Yeah, I mean, just the way he, you know, he pushes his hair back and stuff. He kind of looks like the old yeah. school Wolfman, rugged. Yeah. You know? uh, Movie about a guy named Will Randall who gets bit by a wolf, and then starts going through these transformations. Mm-hmm. There's some great scenes in there. There's 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 some comical uh, moments that you will have, you know, in wolf in werewolf movies yeah. where they start realizing things. 
his sexual appetite comes back. He, his sense of smell gets high. Yeah, yeah, like the guy with the fucking tequila. Yeah. Like, there's a whole scene there. Check that out. Um, you know, you know why that was it? Why the hell are you telling people that you're putting tequila in your a drop of tequila in your coffee? Right. And he's like, "How the hell you know?" Or whatever. You know, it's like just little things like that. Um, but he ends up uh, making nice with Michelle Pfeiffer, and uh, who happens to be playing the daughter of like his big boss, like boss man. Yeah. Because um, Will Randall, Jack Nicholson's character, is a uh, he's a book publisher. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Moneybags, his daughter, and him uh, end up finding themselves after a party one night, uh, being kind of friendly um, later on throughout the movie. She doesn't know she likes him at first. Um, but in that time period, you find that we, we find that horses don't like him. Um, and that he occasionally turns into a wolf and he's deer. Um, James Spader's also in this film. Yeah. I forgot um, about that. as his business partner that, uh, um, it turns out is, is, you know, fucking him over pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, a little adultery going on there. Trying to take his job, all that shit. He's a pretty much backstabbing piece of shit friend. Right. Um, pseudo friend. And uh, not to not to give it away, just because it is an honorable mention, in case you haven't seen it. Uh, he becomes a big part of that, and uh, he plays a really good asshole in that movie. Um, but uh, probably one of, one of my favorite um, werewolf movies, actually. Um, so definitely check that one uh, as an honorable mention. Honorable mentionable, no missionable, mission impossible. I don't know. Uh, God, fucking crazy. Next one, number two, number yeah. two, uh, dog soldiers. All right, this is uh, my pick, and it's not uh, super heavy in the story department. I mean, it's basically uh, cross between a military kind of war movie. A small band of like special forces, Spetsnaz type of characters, and uh, they basically get uh, kind of marooned in this cabin while on a mission. And I mean, there's werewolves in the hills, essentially. And it's just uh, for those of you who've been listening so far, I'm a monster guy, so it is just. Ba- I mean, it's a werewolf versus soldiers movie. I mean, the werewolves break in the house. You get to see the creatures look good. The camera, they don't look bad, yeah. They you know, look pretty the, good. The yeah. camera doesn't shy away, so you don't get like fuzzy images and weird stuff. It's basically just werewolves yeah. coming in, wrecking shop. Yeah, the good guys essentially are gonna win. Spoilers alert. But you get to see some werewolves do some awesome kills and the stories it's entertaining. There's it's not heavy, it's just one of my favorite werewolf. Just you wanna see some werewolves do some werewolf business, yeah. put this on. It's cool. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh and also, you know, when you, when you find out who the werewolves are, right? Like it's like we won't give that away, right? That's so, yeah, yeah. So check that one out. Check Dog that one soldiers. out. Uh, my pick was Bad Moon. Um, Bad Moon is pretty much uh, it's the story of a sister who lives out in the middle of the woods, pretty much with uh, her dog. Um, and her brother comes to stay, and her brother's acting kind of weird, and. Pretty much you find out that he's a werewolf and her, his, his sister's not aware of it, doesn't really have any, there's some weird shit going on, but she doesn't know what it is. The dog's always there. Uh, it's pretty much the story uh, from the dog's view, almost, um, if you think about it, because the dog, it's it always, is. it's always showing the dog being the, really uh, think about that, the hero, yeah. you know, um, 
That makes me like it more. Yeah. I mean, I like it, you know, but yeah, that makes me like it even more, I think. Yeah. And, I mean, also, you know, there's there's some really cool scenes in it. Um, good, you know, gore at that time, little cheap, you know, effects that are always fun to watch. Um, it, uh, it's a pretty cool story. Uh, you don't, you don't see much horror movies where the, like I said, like the, the main character is pretty much the dog. Uh, unless, you know, you, you see Disney movies like that. Right. You know, it's but cool. you don't see, you know, so it, it's a pretty cool, uh, take on, on, uh, werewolf films. Um, and I enjoy it. Uh, the werewolf looks good in it. Uh, kind of, kind of along the lines of like how I feel about like the American world from London. Yeah. The werewolf looks good. That's always important. Um, um, uh, yeah. Badass movie. Good, good honorable mention there. You got yeah. anything to say about that one? No, man. I mean, I like it too. It was on my list of, uh, you know, when trying to decipher all these down to a top five, it was in my running too. I like it. And, uh, so. I like the yeah. name too, though, just Bad Moon. Right. It's like, you know, that movie came out, um, in the early 90s. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing the video box, you know. Yeah. And which it's a pretty cool video box, yeah, actually. Yeah, dude. It's a shirt with that on it. You know? Right. Um, but it's like, how long did it take them to come out with a movie called Bad Moon about werewolves? It's like, I would have fucking, I would have written that story like yeah. a long time ago, you know? Uh, some good shit there. Um, so yeah. There's our werewolf, uh, our take on werewolves. Uh, we mentioned the Wolfman, uh, Silver Bullet, Howling Six, The Freaks, Ginger Snaps, and American World from London, and threw, uh, a couple of honorable mentions out there for you, um, in case you haven't seen them. Um, I'm sure at some point we'll end up doing uh, like a part two to to werewolf movies because there are honestly like you know uh, I mean there's a lot but I just like getting the best of and if we're trying to get people you yeah. know the listeners out there whoever maybe you've seen them maybe you haven't this is kind of a good mixed bag of like if you watch two or three of these this is what you want out of a werewolf movie yeah you know and yeah and to do the same thing with kind of different categories. There's a, there, there's a couple of werewolf movies actually that have come out um, in recent times that I need to watch that are werewolf related. Um, I won't I won't talk about them right now, but at some point maybe that'd be that'd be fun to come back and because werewolves are always fun like we were talking about earlier. It's it's one of my favorite. You know, yeah. it's always fun. You know, and and you know, in talking about these, we also uh, saw. Uh, Similarities with things. The townspeople. Yeah, small towns. That's where werewolves hide out. Right. Small towns, townspeople. Um, there's a, there's always some kind of like love interest or something. Except for uh, for Silver Bullet for the most part. That one's just a crazy reverend. Um, there's, you know, and also you can't forget about like, you know, there's always silver is usually some somewhere involved. Yeah, they've carried some of the traditional myths over, you know, a lot of these, the silver bullet. Yeah. Even the star to some degree, it was an old myth that there would be a star on your palm, mm -hmm. you know, kind of indicate that you were a wolf. That yeah. You had this tie to this, you know, werewolf. Uh, lycanthropy is the mm -hmm. real word for werewolfism, were whatever. Lycanthropy, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So that's where the name Lycan comes from. You're watching those uh, underworld movies. That's why they're called Lycans. I mean, those movies are awful, but uh, <laughs> that's where the name comes from, folks, if you watch those. So. Yeah, yeah, whatever. 
Yeah, I'm not a big fan of those movies either. No. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, they're uh, they're monster superhero movies, which in theory should yeah. be good, but they're just not. Yeah, first one's okay, I guess. It's entertaining, but I uh, still not my flavor. No. I like my werewolves and my horror movies. Uh, as you can tell. Uh, but yeah, I think that, that about wraps it up for uh, this that's episode. That's werewolves. That's, that's werewolves. Um, thanks for joining us. Hope you're enjoying uh, all the content we've been putting out for you when it comes down to this. Um, feel free to leave us a message on the, the Nasty Nation fast Facebook page. Facebook page. Uh, and we uh, inside too much. Everybody stay safe from that uh, corona out there. Wash your ass, wash your hands. Uh, stay six feet away from people. <laughs> Don't gather in uh, large gatherings. And always walk single file in Kroger or Walmart or anywhere you go anymore. Don't go to those places. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. You don't have to. Don't go. Fuck it. Why not? But, uh, yeah, you all be safe out there. Uh, this is Chug Nasty. And Whitman. And uh, we're saying uh, have a good night. And uh, how at the moon?